action. Okay. Hey, Angelo. Hey, how's, Josh. How's it going? Going pretty good. Good. R- round two. <laughs> good to hear. Round dose. Round two. Um, for people who don't know. Which is everyone. Which is everyone. <laughs> uh, the last time we tried to record this, the recording software messed up. Recording software as in my brain and not talking no, well. Uh, no, it was the recording software. Yeah. Anyways, welcome to Jackass Philosophy. As always, Josh Jensen. Today, I am joined by my good friend, Angelo Jimenez. Hello. And That's me. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Um, since the last one, I, I feel like I'm a lot more eased into it, and the recording software is fixed <laughs> for people who don't know podcasting is is kind of daunting for people because a lot of people don't have a microphone in front of their face yeah and they're when like talking oh boy what do i say exactly like it's it's a weird type of stage fright even though it's not on a stage it's like one of those things you're in the back of your mind you're like all right this is being recorded um you have like that thing in your subconscious like alerting you you know what I mean? Like, oh, my first... It's uh, super different. Me maybe. doing my first episode, I had to re-record it like five times. See, there Because you go. I was just so... Ner- like, it was weird. Mm-hmm. It, 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 was a, it was a strange nervousness where I was just like, come on. You guys can't see me, but I'm smacking my cheek right now. Like, <laughs> you're by yourself, damn it. You're not even in front of people. Why are you so nervous? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then as you got on, like, you're... Like on what episode nine or ten now? I think this is yeah. This will be nine. Yeah. So you're like you're super comfortable now. Yeah. You get used to it. it. Yeah. Yeah, For sure. That's how um, that's how I was. We said this last episode too. Like when we used to do a YouTube channel, like playing video games and do voiceover commentary. Um, we would just like talk, and I got used to that. But I haven't done that for like three years. Yeah. So. No, it's 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 hard getting into for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, Angelo, tell us about yourself. Um, my name is Angelo. We got that. Um, I am 24. I just recently graduated in 2020 because, well, not because, but like, yeah, I graduated. Um, I'm a cinema major and uh, I'm an artist, an aspiring artist. I like to draw characters and all that such. Um, fan art, original content and all that. Um I am unemployed, unfortunately, and I wish to find a job soon because that is very much needed. Um, Jobs are important for things like uh, food yeah, and housing. Yeah. How, well, I am I'm fortunate to say that I, like, I, I'm not too worried about that because I still live with my parents, you know. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it is still pretty important to, so, you, so I can eventually move out. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I'm still working on that. But, yeah. Just mainly for me, um, I like to draw, play video games, and hang out with friends. It's just the gist of it. <laughs> yeah, no, sounds sounds like what most of everyone does. Everyone does, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, so today we're going to be talking about random philosophical uh, topics. topics. Yeah, just topics, random questions that I found. Angelo did some Google search and was like, yeah. we're going to f- talk about random stuff. And I was like, okay, here we go. Yeah. Buckled because, in. I'm going to be totally on the spot here. Yeah. So. Well, that, that's what makes it fun, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're able to think and mm-hmm. all that. All right. So the first one is... Come on. Wait, what? This is not the one I was looking at. This is a great time to talk about my sponsor. Uh, 
no one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. This is the 36 questions that lead to love. This okay. is another thing that I was looking at. 36 and... questions that lead to love? Yeah, what does I, that mean? I guess um, Time, the New York Times, they did a, uh, I guess, experiment or research thing where they asked people questions and um, like discussions that make people quote unquote Fall get in interested. Yeah, like get interested to their date. Or Are you like sure you parent. wanted to ask me those? No, 36? that's why I'm saying no because I was looking at that. And I thought Can that was I pretty interesting. Can I ask you those thirty six? No, that's no, Please? no. Maybe later. Oh, okay. Maybe at the end of this. I don't know. All right. Okay, here we go. This the first one is. Uh, what is the meaning of a good life? That is so that is entirely the, broad. Yeah, that's one of the basic ones. Do you want to move? What move is the, the meaning one? of a good life? That's also very more uh, biased, like for your own personal. Yeah, I think as a general rule of thumb, um, doing things that make you happy mm-hmm. is the idea of a good life. Um, because if you do things that make you happy, granted, like you're not in a constant fight or flight. Yeah. Um, you could, uh, you know, enjoy your life to the most, like to the fullest extent that you wouldn't be other, like you wouldn't be doing otherwise if you're doing things you did not like to do. Yeah, I, I, I can see that. Um, yeah, I think it's just basically a good life is something that you're doing something you enjoy and relatively stress free. Cause I get I I get there's like the good kind of stress which I never really understood in psychology class but like there's the bad kind of stress that you definitely don't want yeah so that like if you don't have that in your life and that's technically a good life yeah um, and there's that whole thing where money doesn't buy happiness but like it it helps oh hell you know? no money freaking I think okay so who was I talking with this dude I forgot who I was talking to but we we're talking about money. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that whole money doesn't buy happiness thing is when people are born with money. If you're born with money, yeah. sure, it doesn't buy happiness because you were always had this this excess of income and you never really understood what money is. Mm-hmm. Where if yeah. you're like me, poor as shit, <laughs> if someone gave me a million dollars, holy fuck, I'd be really, really happy yeah. for a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I, it just it's one less worry I have to worry about. And mm-hmm. I know the 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 other side of it of not having any money Mm -hmm. so yeah there's um yeah that totally makes sense there's that thing where a rich person cannot like i guess the word would be like downgrade to where they become where they have less money like they wouldn't be able to adjust to that life properly yeah Mm -hmm. but like a poor person who didn't grow up like fortunate with wealth and like money and all that Mm -hmm. they will be able to um what's the word like you you could uh, you could adjust high but you can't adjust low yeah yeah basically they would be able to uh like oh my god the word is like you're you're grateful they would be more grateful because you have perspective yeah because yeah you have the perspective of like what it could be like or what it was like and then you're getting all these things in like a new yeah 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 that's why you see a lot of uh like tom hanks's uh gangster rapper son you know don't you know what i'm talking about i have no tom Are, hanks tom has hanks a... has a quote-unquote gangster rapper son what the heck swear to god he made a song recently that's called uh 
hot boy summer or something <laughs> what i'm not trying to advertise this but it is kind of a banger i will say but <laughs> no yeah he, he's a he's a gangsta rapper when you know his dad's literally woody mm-hmm. and uh and forrest gump and forrest gump and mm-hmm. every other great thing he's done yeah but um you know uh, i think it's just that second gen the second gen people typically turn out really shitty the first gen, when you 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 start from nothing, you work your way up. Oh, you're yeah. good. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you have kids, and those kids grow up with everything they ever wanted, they just turn into ungrateful little shits, oh, rapping yeah. about gangsta rap when he ain't <laughs> even a gangsta. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, yeah. I never knew that he had a gangsta rapping son. I only thought that he had um, Colin Hanks. He's also an actor. Um, oh, really? I didn't yeah. even know that. I didn't know he had more more than one son. That's yeah. weird. Yeah. Um, moving on to the next one. Okay. Okay, this one's... Is it more important to be respected or liked? Hmm. Interesting. I think, uh, this is, this one's kind of weird, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Because I think they could both serve different purposes, Pending. and sometimes they kind of both align because if you're really well liked mm-hmm. typically you could move ahead in life whether that be socially financially in your job whatever. oh yeah yeah if you're really well liked because if you're like well liked then you're going to get a better promotion get a better paying job whatever um but that also goes along with respect because typically if someone likes you they respect you it's rare that you have someone who likes you and then they don't share respect for you. So I'm not sure if like that's a good question to be like, which one would you rather have? Yeah. Because, you know, I guess you could have, like you, you can't, okay, so here, okay, okay, I got it, I got it. Okay. <laughs> so if you are liked, you have respect, but you could have, you could have respect, but not be liked. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like a one-way street. Like if you're if you're liked, then you do have respect. But if you could be respected and not be liked, and I will explain. Right. Um, I already said about the promotion thing. If you're really well liked, then people respect you. You're going to get a promotion. However, if you run the company, right, and you're an asshole. Let's say like Steve Jobs, because Steve Jobs was like kind of an asshole. Yeah. He he was really well respected. I'm sure he was liked by some. Yeah. But I wouldn't say that he was entirely likable. But everyone respected him because he was a great business guy or creative or whatever you want to say. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't. I can't really think about a certain like well-known person that you can like but not respect. Cause like but not respect. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't. If you have respect for someone. In some way, shape, or form, you kind of like them. Like them as a person. Unless, like, unless it's a super billionaire or somewhere, it's like, I respect what you do, but I don't like you. Like, I could have, I could see stuff like that. Oh, okay. Well, there are, like, those, um, those, like, weird, like, Instagram people who are super rich and live in the life. Like, I like what you're doing, but I don't respect like who you are as like as you do those things mm-hmm. do you know what i mean mm-hmm. like they're they're living this quote-unquote luxurious life that you would like to do like oh man i like that i like that you're doing this but you don't respect them because they're 
because of how they're doing it. You know, yeah. they could be running some type of stupid ass pyramid scheme or like I don't know some stupid. Um, you, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, the yeah. The way they're but, getting it. But I'm not sure if it's you're liking them as a person. I think you're liking what they're doing, which is a huge difference. Yeah, that's because yeah. liking them as a person is is almost you can't you can't not respect someone when you like them right i mean i guess you could like something mm, um, you know i actually just thought of something right okay we had a friend i believe in college and he had a friend who was like really into um shady shit yeah. pretty much and he liked him as a friend but he had like no respect for him in terms of what he was doing oh, okay on the you know on the dl Okay. So I could see that. That's like one of the rare cases where it's like, I like you, but mm-hmm. gosh, you're a shitty person. Okay. So then you can also, okay. What if you have a really close friend? Like you, you consider them like a, like a sibling, like a brother or a sister or whatever. Like you like them, but they're also a, um, like a thief. They steal a lot and they also cheat on their partner a lot. You cannot respect them for doing all those things right yeah it kind of makes me think of aristotle's uh uh, layers of friendship what's that um so basically there's he split it up into three different kinds of friends right and Mm -hmm. you start with like the 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 bottom right Mm -hmm. and the bottom of the barrel is like um the acquaintances uh i think he called them like friends of utility so you have let's say your barber okay you know oh okay okay like yeah we're friends we're cool Mm-hmm. but I'm paying you and you're giving me a service back. So we're kind of friends because of that relationship. Mm-hmm. We're not, we don't really kick it outside of the barbershop. Yeah. You wouldn't invite them to like a Super Bowl thing. Yeah. 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 Okay. So that's like, some people that's do. the first one where, yeah, I guess some people would, if you're really tight with your barber, I'm not, mm-hmm. not digging barbers at all, yeah. but, uh, or digging on barbers at all. But then you also have, uh, oh shit. What was it? friends of uh like workspaces no 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 it was like um i forgot the fucking name for it but it's like those friends that are good are fun for a good time like they're your friends and they're a little bit closer than someone that's Mm -hmm. a utility but it's kind of like i think they're called friends of enjoyment where Uh you you just enjoy their company Uh but that's about it kind of like it's like a in the moment type of friendship uh, I wouldn't say maybe in the moment, but it's like, you know, we all have those friends where it's really fun to hang out with them for like a day. And oh, then you're like, okay. all right, I think I'm, I'm done. Okay. I'm, I'm done with this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's yeah. there's no more. Mm-hmm. You're, re- you're really fun for an hour, bud, but please get away from me. <laughs> for yeah. an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. everyone has friends like those. I'm not a friend of mine. You have uh, 55 minutes left, but, <laughs> no. right. uh, but uh, and then you have what's called your true friends and your true friends are your, your best buds mm-hmm. or lady buds that you can just tell anything to no judgment. They you typically you hold the same values mm-hmm. as each other. And uh, yeah, you kind of just progress that way. So, you know, I think the second one, when you're just the friends that you have a good time with, mm-hmm. like. Maybe there is some kind of a lack of respect there because at least with a friend of utility, right? Your barber, you're like, no, I respect you, man. You're, mm-hmm. you're cutting my hair. I freaking love it. This <laughs> yeah. is great. And I like you. Yeah. You're kind of fun to talk to you for an hour and every three months. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah you or know. you're like your dentist, like, 
thanks for cleaning my teeth. Yeah, you you're, freaking did. You're it. doing this for me. You're doing great. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, you know, but and then your best friends, of course, of course, you you freaking you you, you love your best friends. Yeah. But then the friends in the middle. Mm-hmm. That's that's interesting. You could have some friends where it's like, man, I really like your time, but god damn you're a terrible human being yeah <laughs> yeah okay oh so, wow i never thought about i didn't know there was those layers that's what <laughs> yeah that's what aristotle says i mean okay. there's some truth to it yeah there's a lot of truth so, to that. yeah um the next one i'm just going between certain lists no yeah it's okay what harsh truths do you prefer to ignore oh god this is a very deep question. So, like, okay. There's a lot. Yeah, there's a, I think the main one that everyone tries to avoid, I wouldn't say me personally, but is the thought of death. Oh, okay. The yeah. thought that we're all going, like, we're all going to die. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of people live their lives as if they're not going to, which is well and fine. Mm-hmm. Um but I think once you accept that fact, your life just becomes so much better. Mm-hmm. And that sounds weird and it sounds really dark. Yeah. But if you start accepting the fact that you're going to die, then you could really start freeing yourself from the limitations you're giving yourself. Mm-hmm. Because if you are living your life like you're never going to die, then you're kind of just lackadaisically going through life. Yeah, it also get, kind of gives you like a drive. Exactly. Because you drive to accomplish something, like a goal that you set out for. Yeah. Um, what were you saying? You just said that, God damn it, uh, the people who don't live. Like they're going, yeah. So you think that they choose to. No, I don't. This. I don't think it's a choice thing. I think it's. Um, at least carefree in, thing? At least in the United States, I don't think we, we as people experience death like other cultures do right? Wait, what what do you mean what because we have a lot of modern technology like oh have, you okay, know okay. have have you ever seen someone in the street just die i mean it happens but no I haven't. probably not yeah, yeah. most yeah. and most people don't mm-hmm. and like i said i'm not trying to sound dark or anything but i think with us not seeing that even mm-hmm. though it's a fact like everyone is going to pass one day mm-hmm. everyone is the fact that we are not seeing that in the United States or Canada or Europe to some extent or, you know, yeah. anywhere else. I think it's creating a whole huge amount of people that kind of feel disconnected from death because you just don't see it. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, that's uh, it's it's weird. Just be- uh, because this just came into my head because you're saying that. Do you think people like... Americans, um, do you think in some way we're kind of like numb to seeing deaths on, on the, uh, like the news or whatever, because it happens so much? Like, do you think it happens so much where we're just like, again, but we're also not really impacted by it? Do you think we're like that? I think it's different because they're not seeing the deaths in person. Okay. Because it's very easy to see something on a screen or, you know, not, I guess just on a screen where you're not physically seeing someone die Mm -hmm. and it not affect you. Mm, Okay. If you're seeing, right. Because I mean, it's the equivalent of reading about a death. It's like, yeah, well, 
another person died. You see it on the news, like, yeah, another person died. But I think if we were actually seeing death all the time, I think most of us would really be impacted by, oh, shit, yeah. this is not, don't take the, this life lightly. You yeah, know? affect your psyche and all that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and it's a relatively new thing that everyone thinks that, uh, you know, death is, uh, or this amount of death is all new. This is actually the least amount of death the human population has ever seen, ever. Really? Yeah. Our, our, um, since modern medicine, like 1900s. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We've seen less death ever in our entire lives. I mean, like since the 1930s or forties, our population went from like 1 billion to to now 7 billion. billion. And that's all thanks to modern medicine. Oh. So, I mean, we're, we're not seeing death as much. Hmm. And it's, it's, uh, and I'm not, I'm not saying that, yeah, we should just go off and freaking purge <laughs> every year. That's stupid, you know, but, yeah. but it's just, it's, it's kind of interesting where it's like, I, I don't know. I don't think we're getting numb to death. I think we are. It's a circle of life type of thing where we're just like, we get it. Like we under, I think we're just losing our connection with death. Wait, wait. Ooh, what do you mean by that? Because since we're not experiencing death, we're kind of experiencing it from a third-person perspective, we're not really understanding what death is or means. And what I mean by that, for instance, right, I was in this uh, bioethics class, and we were talking about, um, like, uh, in in medicine, you could have... um, why can't I think of the name? Like a pulse. Um, why can't I think of the actual name? But anyways, it's like physician orders to um, do things when you have a heart attack or when you're dying. Or mm-hmm. pretty much, if they have it in paper, like, I don't want to have CPR when I have a heart attack. Oh, I, a, know, I know what you're talking about. As a medical provider, mm-hmm. you are like, okay, well, I am not going to do that because that was their wishes. A um, DNR? Yeah, so that's... Sorry, plugging in my laptop. Hold on one second. But yes, that's a DNR. All right. We're, so, we're so, back. So anyways, back to DNRs. My <laughs> computer chose to freeze. For some stop recording what we were saying. Goddamn reason. Yeah. Now let me explain this one more time for you all, audience. <laughs> DNRs are do not resuscitate orders. Yes. And DNRs typically happen because when you get older... Um, if you have a heart attack, you basically, if they were to come back from CPR, sometimes there's more damage done than good. Mm -hmm. And pretty much in this bioethics class, we were talking about if, uh, well, okay, let me rewind. A DNR is pretty much someone's wishes for what to happen when they have a heart attack or when they're incapacitated, when they can't you know, make decisions for themselves. And at any time, regardless if the person is had a heart attack or is incapacitated, the family could deny that DNR at any time, mm-hmm. regardless of what the person's wishes were. So in this bioethics class, we were talking about how is, is that right that a family member could stop this? And a lot of people in the class... We're saying, yeah, it's absolutely right because they 
that's their life and their life matters and this and that, yada, yada, yada. And I remember our teachers saying, and I was, I wasn't in that camp. I was like, no, oh, fuck that. If they want to, if they want it to, to end, they should just yeah, let them go. Let them go. Yeah. And natural way to do things. Nobody wins this game, man. Nobody, nobody wins this game of life. Everybody, we, we all have the same end point. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. And, um, but my teacher asked, oh, how many of you have seen someone in the process of dying? How many of you have seen someone die? And only like two people rose their hands. And at that time, I, I've never seen that process, but I had a really good understanding of like, man, it's when it's time, it's time. There's nothing's going to, nothing's going to beat time. It's going to keep on going. But I remember this guy saying like, yeah, no, it totally matters because their life is their life. I mean, their life is their life. So it's if, precious. It's precious. Oh, oh. Exactly. Like life is so precious. And I looked at him. I was like, dude, have you ever seen, been to a funeral? And he's like, no. I was like, okay, well, when you go to a funeral and you see that body there, that's not that person at all. Mm-hmm. That's just a body. That is just a, a sack of flesh, really. And that, this is getting really really dark i don't i don't mean to get this yeah. this this deep with this but not to offend people yeah not of life being that. super precious and i'm not saying life isn't precious because it most definitely is but there's a clear difference of just a body mm-hmm. versus a body filled with life and filled with i guess for lack of a better word their soul mm-hmm. because without that they're they're just they're they're nothing you know there's like there's living and then there's fighting for survivability yeah yeah Yeah. so i mean that it's just and i think that's one of the things where we were talking about how i feel like our our culture doesn't really see that very often yeah so they automatically think all life is precious precious all life is going to live forever all life you know but once it starts getting to the end, I mean, especially me being EMT, it sometimes it's not it's not pretty, yeah. you know. Yeah, that understanding of yeah, it it should not because not because like not because I want I don't yeah, I would not if I you want it yeah if I want if I had it my way nobody would get old nobody would die but <laughs> well I don't think I would want that technically but I, I'd rather have like a I would want it to be peaceful you know yeah like not in a not on a gurney in a hospital suffering through it all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what you were saying about how some people, basically younger people, like the generation, like current generation, they see life as precious and stuff, but they also are grasping on to the concept of what life could be rather than what it already is or was. And like a life could already have been lived through and this should or like it could be their ending point where they have to you know Fine. call it yeah <laughs> you know no stories come to an end yeah um didn't know if you guys knew that but <laughs> story, stories end yeah <laughs> um unless it's game of thrones season eight because it was terrible yeah. <laughs> and no, it kind of it kind of didn't end yeah we don't we don't talk about that that's a that's an ending that we actively didn't, tried to didn't happen yeah <laughs> didn't happen um i guess for me with the whole hard truth that I try to ignore. I'm going to be frank. I'm going to be like honest looking at these lists today, preparing for this. I still like couldn't grasp like a, like a sturdy concrete concept of what 
Because they're like all the hardships that you um, that you quote unquote choose to ignore, like wars all across the country. Like it's not that I choose to ignore them. It's just like I don't know what to. Like I personally can't do anything about it. You know, there's like years and years of processes and hard work that you could go through to like become part of politics and then try to help. Blah blah blah. Yeah. And then there's the hard truth of there is um, poverty all across like the world I can't really do anything about it like another thing I can't do um, I guess like a hard truth that I choose to ignore personally for me is that even though I have a um, I, I, don't, I haven't gone to the doctors in a while but like it, I, I know it's still there like an undiagnosed like mental illness thing even though I do have it, I know that I have to like work through it in order to um, get better. Mm-hmm. And I hate saying, I hate saying like, oh, you need to fix yourself because it's, uh, I'm not something to fix, you know. But it, I am something to work at to get, to get better. I I have to understand that even though I have this thing in my head, I have to. Um, I have to like grab it by the reins, you know. Yeah. I have to work at it in order. I, I keep saying like the same thing, but I, that's the thing. The hard truth that I quote unquote choose to ignore is that I'm not working at it. Mm. That's for me. Mm. Mm. Like I know it in the back of my head. I know like every day I I um I struggle with this. Like that's one of the hard things about what I'm doing with trying to find a job. It's like do it, you know. It's not just a Nike thing. You have to just do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's something that it's it's hard, you know. Yeah. Like especially if you're just, especially during now, like the uh, pandemic quarantine thing, where you're just at home, you're not doing much. That kills your motivation to do things. Um, that's why I'm in a. Unfortunately for me, uh, I'm in a terrible like, uh, artist block. Like, I haven't drawn anything in, like, three months or something. Well, you're not experiencing anything. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm like, stuck in this house. And the hard truth of it is that if I want to do this, I have to, I have to build up that, I I wouldn't say, like, courage, but I have to build up that certain type of will to go for it. Yeah, you just got to do it. And it's, like, it's... You're not the only one that experiences that because I think a lot of people, including myself at times, everyone kind of knows what they have to do, mm-hmm. but then they're just like, mm, mm-hmm. eh, no, it's okay. And I think everyone deals with that to different, different extents. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, that is a hard truth for a lot of people to swallow. Where <clears throat> it's like, your life is really up to you mm-hmm. as much as people want to say no. I can't do this because of this. I can't do this because of that. It's like, okay, well, you can keep telling yourself and not accomplish anything, but mm-hmm. ultimately it's like you are in control of your life. Mm-hmm. Now, now, when we say that, we understand that there are certain people who are brought up in different situations. Like that's... we. Yeah, no doubt. Everyone's there's like everyone different has people. Their, yeah, there's own, their own level of things. But there is a certain thing like your mental... How would, how would you say, like, 
don't know what it's it's like you're it's in your head you know um no, mind over matter there you go yeah that's what i was trying to mm-hmm. say mind over matter of things um you can there are hardships that certain people go through and i understand that i'm not like uh denying what certain people go through with poverty or anything like that no it's a fact everyone's born in different spots yeah mm-hmm. but it is a mind thing where you have to you have to give yourself that push. Mm-hmm. You have to acknowledge your own flaws in order to be able to move for, move forward. Yeah. yeah, everyone has their own battles they're fighting. Just because you don't see them doesn't mean there's no battle. Like everyone, everyone has their own shit they got to work through. Yeah, that's like it's like that joking thing that you would see on uh, TV or movies. Like the first thing about uh, addiction or like getting through your addiction is to admitting you have one. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Cause if you don't admit that you have it, then you're just like, eh, I, don't know. I can get, I can do this. <laughs> I can, I don't have, a I don't have addiction. What's addiction? Yeah. Yeah. Even if, yeah. It, you know, even if you have to lie to yourself, I mean, yeah, like your brain is so incredibly good mm-hmm. at conv- convincing itself of doing things. <laughs> Dude. So that, that also brings me to another thing for myself where like, this is very bad. Drink some water, bro. Oh. <clears throat> this is very bad for me, but... Sorry. Um, I don't think I've had, like, a decent health checkup in a while. You should probably get... Yeah. I know. Gotta go I to know. the doctor, bro. <laughs> I know, but, like, <laughs> when you said you lied to yourself, sometimes I would have something wrong with me, like a bad back or, like, a very bad like sore throat or whatever or like currently right mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. my eyes aren't as good as they used to be um and i guess it's it is because can I'm, you see me right now well yes okay well i mean you know yes <laughs> um because it's probably because i'm uh in front of a screen a lot and you know blue screen and all that blah 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 yeah um and i am lying to myself saying like it's it's natural. Like you get eye strains every now and then, but I know that I should get like my eyes checked. And you know, I was talking to my mom about this earlier today actually. Yeah. I was like, maybe maybe I should go set up a eye appointment. She's like, "Yes. Do it." And I'm, <laughs> and I'm like, but I don't really I don't really feel like it. Where where can I go for this?" And she's like, an, um, an eye doctor, yeah, no, Angelo. She, 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 <laughs> she's like, so for those who are listening, we're we're in the Bay Area, and so she was like, go to Martinez, go to Richmond, go to Vallejo. These are all places that have like Kaiser, and I was like, but what about the place in Hercules that we usually go to? And she's like, well, um, we don't have coverage there anymore, so you can't go there. And I'm like. I don't want to go then. <laughs> she and she's just like it's too much work. She, yeah, she's just like, you're an idiot. <laughs> I'm like, I know, but like, it's it's one of those hard truths that I'm choosing to ignore. Yeah, you know? yeah. Health and it's a mind of, and it's weird with uh, health because sometimes when I ignore the bad things that's going on with my body, they do eventually go away, and I build up that thing in my head where it's just like. See, <laughs> I'm not. I'm See? not dead yet. I'm right. I'm not dead, so I guess it's. Uh, oh I man, guess it's dude. okay. It's so crazy because like you can't be a hypochondriac, but I mean like there's some. I've met people where it's like, I didn't know I had stage four cancer in my lungs. 
It's like, holy whoa, shit, dude. Whoa. You didn't know you couldn't breathe. <laughs> you didn't know there was something wrong when you were walking one flight of stairs. It's like, whoo, man, I'm really out of shape. Yes. Like, maybe you are out of shape. Hmm. And then he goes to the doctor. Oh, shit. I have stage four lung cancer. Who knew? See, that's, oh, man, I don't want to get too, too, um, like, personal. But, like, my family on my dad's side does have a history of this certain, certain, like, illness, disease. I don't want to go into it. But um, sometimes, like, I would feel maybe something. Maybe <laughs> feel something. Oh, yeah, no. Maybe symptoms of that disease. But, like. The the bad thing is that I would look it up and it's that one website that you should not. Oh, WebMD. Yeah, yeah. So it's I'm like, just like I have an itch on my leg. You're gonna die. <laughs> you're gonna days. die five days. <laughs> you have Ebola. Yeah. What? <laughs> Wait, that's not okay. But yeah, like sometimes I would look up the symptoms and then I'd be like, oh god, do I have it? But then it'll go away. You know? Yeah. So it's just like. Hey, I'm no, not, I got. I got. <laughs> I think I. I think uh, fucking. Uh, anal cancer or whatever the fuck it's called (laughs) it's definitely not called anal cancer i I, I don't know but like fucking you know when you get cancer in your butt prostate cancer oh yeah that's like (laughs) anal cancer right okay yes go on anyways back to butt cancer okay dude that's 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 something we should be laughing about okay listen it runs in my family i i have privilege to laugh about this (laughs) it runs on my dad's side of the family and like not that any well actually one of my uncles did but they've all had polyps in their butt okay and i guess it's a little well polyps that your body makes and it's like a precursor to prostate cancer or some shit so like you uh, all the men in my family have to get like prostate exams like fairly uh and cameras like whatever it's called endectomies or and and camera shove it up your butt okay okay Mm -hmm. anyways so I was like, my mom's like, yeah, you, you need to remember, you got to keep that in mind. I was like, oh, okay. And she's like, you're probably gonna have to get, get them sooner than what most guys do. Cause I, all guys, when you get to, I don't know, like 40. I was really? Like, I oh. thought it was like 30. No, well, no, I think it's 40. And I was like, oh, when did dad start? It's like, oh, when he was like 35. I was like, 35? He's like, yeah. And they actually found a couple things. I was like, 35? <laughs> Jesus Christ. But I mean, at least with those, like if you get a, get checked regularly, like it's, you could catch it pretty fast. Mm-hmm. But you know, yeah, butt cancer, man. Jeez, <laughs> who knew? We went from talking about the concept of death to prostate and butt cancer. Dude, butt <laughs> cancer. How these things happen? Butt cancer is the uh, killer, man. That's how. Check your butts. Go. I mean, you could always have uh, if you <clears> really <throat> want to check your butt. You can always check your butt. You could uh, well, little do a little little finger up there you know all right let's go to a new question okay um, fine i'll put my <laughs> finger away what the heck <laughs> yes put the finger away uh no that's that's basic that's like basic. that's like tumblr question basic <laughs> i was oh. gonna say something so bad <laughs> oh, okay maybe we should save that um no, wait, say it. No. And then, no, 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 say it and then cut it out if you think it's really bad. <laughs> so I said. <laughs> we can't. <laughs> no, we can't. I'm gonna, we can't. I'll beep that out. Yeah, we can't talk about that right now, especially I... in today's climate. Anyways. Um, 
Is it possible to live a normal life and not ever tell a lie? It's not super deep, but like it's like a, something that... Absolutely not. Yeah. I lie about a hundred times a day. <laughs> wow. To patients. Wow. <laughs> That's not the people who you should lie to. No, I have to. Why? Because they ask stupid ass questions. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> they ask me dumb ass questions. Like what? Oh, what? Okay, what? Well. Okay, let me try to think. <clears throat> Uh, what dumb question did I get this week? That just reminds me of this thing in um, the TV show House, where he's like, uh, the main character House, he's like, so are you using your inhalers correctly? And she's like, yeah. And she, he's just like, okay, show me how you're doing it. And she takes, the patient takes the inhaler and she starts spritzing on her neck like if it's perfume. Oh, God. And then House is just like... You're not doing that right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I lied to a patient today, or today, not today, this week, okay? This patient, we pick up this patient, we pick up this patient all the time. Uh-huh. And he, he, we walk in sweaty as fuck. I'm talking like someone got a five-gallon bucket <laughs> and put it on his face. <laughs> oh, he is. What? He's sweaty. He's sweaty as oh, fuck. Oh, okay. No, not me. I ain't sweaty. It's five eight. It's yeah. It's like four forty five in the morning. I ain't sweaty as shit. It's cold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, like he's sweaty as shit, and which was very unusual. And we come in, we're like, "Hey, how's it going?" And his eyes are super wide. I'm talking like, like he looks like an owl. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> you just uh, saw a ghost. Are you? <laughs> yeah, I feel great. Do you? Do you? <laughs> oh yeah, I'm fine. Okay. All right. Okay. Then we we move him on, and I get on the other side of the bed. We got to slide him over, and he looks at me like a goddamn owl hooting. And he never he never looks like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're hella wet, and you look like an owl. Mm-hmm. I'm no doctor, but there's some there's some up some up here. Yeah. And the wife in the corner is like, "Don't forget his uh his butt foam pad." Whatever you do, don't forget it. <laughs> okay. She's over there smoking a cigarette. Yeah, she's like on her fifth pack <laughs> yeah. that morning. I'm like, okay, don't worry. It's God like, damn. Did you get his neck pillow? Of course we got his neck pillow. We do this every day. All right, relax. Uh-huh. So we get him on. And we're wheeling him. He's like, man, it's cold out here. I was like, I know, I know it's cold. So we get, we get him in the back. And I'm driving, so I go up to the front. My partner says something along the lines of, Hey, Josh, can you come back here? Sure. What's going on? His blood pressure is a little high. Oh, how high? Above 200. Ooh. Oh, Ooh. okay. <laughs> so she's, she says, hey, uh, can, 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 you, can you take a look at this? Yeah. Sure, sure, I'll take a look at this. So I go over. And I do a blood pressure, and I got 220, Ooh. which is, for people who don't know, Man. very, very high. Yeah. And how old is this person? I, I, I don't know. Like roughly around? Just old. Okay. Just old. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, he, so uh, we were, I was like, oh, okay, all right, all right, okay, this is not good. We end up calling our supervisor, and he says, oh, yeah, call 911. We're like, okay. 
So we'll call 911. Ring, ring, hello. Hey, what's going on? We're a BLS unit. We do the whole thing. And they're like, okay, fire's going to be there shortly. Okay. He's like, I feel fine. Are we still going to dialysis? No, we got to go. We, uh, we had to call 911. Am I going to the hospital? I don't know. They're going to they're gonna check you out. Is that your lie? Yes. Oh, of course I absolutely knew he was going to the hospital. <laughs> Are you kidding me? His heart could stop at any moment. Wait, why would you lie to him about that, though? Just, just, just so to, it doesn't just raise so, even higher. Yeah, it doesn't raise it even even higher, and it's just a it's just an argument I don't I don't need to have. Oh, okay. Uh, long story short, he ended up going to the hospital. Yeah. Because two hundred and twenty, Jesus Christ. But that was one. Let's see. What's another good lie I told this week? <laughs> oh my God. Um, let's see. Uh, like you see a patient and their bone is protruding, you're gonna be fine. Oh God, no, no, nothing like that. Um, I've definitely lied to nurses before. Where it's like, is that? Um, is that okay? I mean, it's just it's just like white lies where it's like, oh, I didn't know I could do that. Oh. So they can help me. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, can you um or see i can't think of any off the top of my head but there's been a couple times where i'm like oh i don't know how this works did the way did you clean the bedpan yes like <laughs> yes, I did. one of my one of my favorite ones now we're not even supposed to do this but it's like some people have a catheter mm-hmm. and what that is is when it's up your pp hole right, right. and it lets you pp okay right. <laughs> and their bag fills up <laughs> and all the time i go up to a nurse hey can you empty the catheter can you do that? Oh, I've never done that before. First of all, I, I mean, I guess it's not a lie. I've never done it before. But you don't need to be a fucking rocket scientist to empty yeah. out a, a pee bag. Yeah. But they're like, oh, okay. I'm like, bruh, I absolutely know how to do that. <laughs> I, enjoy, I just don't want to. That's not my job. Yeah. <laughs> going to do that. Yeah. I guess that's not. I mean, it's not lying about medical records or anything. No. If you're, Can't do if that. you're saying. I don't want to touch this, then you do it. I guess that's not super bad. I mean, <laughs> it's not super bad. Yeah. But, no, there's a, there's a, 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 if you go through EMS and you don't lie, I mean, it's kind of, like. Mr. Goody Two-Shoes. Yeah, something. like, I, plenty of times I tell people, like, well, this is not going to hurt. It, it might, it might hurt. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think it would definitely be. If you go throughout your life not lying, it would definitely cause wear and tear on relationships. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. Imagine, oh, man. Imagine being in a relationship and they're like, hey. <laughs> hey, do I look fat? Uh, uh, <laughs> yes. God, the sky is blue today. <laughs> Just trying to say another truth. <laughs> yes, you look fantastic. But do I look fat? Like I said, you look fantastic. <laughs> but like, not even I don't, I don't know. Like, it would be wor- not not only partnership relationships, but like friends and family. You know, like if someone's doing some type of big life changing decision, and they're like, "You you're you have my back, right? I'm doing the right thing," and you're just like, "No, you're gonna." You're gonna really <laughs> you're, ruin your life. You're gonna you fuck this. this up. Yeah, you're gonna. You're not gonna. 
you're not gonna go anywhere with this and they're gonna be like oh and then that'll totally like ruin their whole point of view thing yeah i feel like i'm a pretty truthful guy though but what i will you're say pretty frank i i will say <laughs> You that I did read a statistic somewhere along the lines of if you have very truthful friends, that means they really care about you. And then you are typically a better friend with your truthful friends than you are with your non-truthful friends. That's true. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, I, I am very, if I think you're stupid, you're stupid. But, <laughs> but, but I will say I have gotten a lot better yeah. and I tend to just let people live their life because yeah. it, it doesn't matter if I call them stupid they're still gonna do stupid things yeah we we went over this like you've definitely changed your frankness from high school to now yeah but if someone asks me for my opinion i'll let you know <laughs> don't you worry i will let you know <laughs> your kid your kid is gonna be like six years old and they're trying to learn how to play a sport and you're gonna be like dad did i do good and you're gonna be absolutely like, not son <laughs> keep working at it do harder keep trying <laughs> That's what oh, my mom man. did. She was like, hey, did I do good? You did okay. Bitch, what you mean okay? <laughs> Dude. They didn't score on me. I did good. <laughs> I did really good, mom. See, oh, man. That brought up uh, a memory of when we were watching the movie Whiplash. Yeah. And how that the dick of a, a teacher, um, J.K. Simmons' character, yeah. how he went... He always went hard on his students to the point where he was verbally abusing them and, like, throwing chairs. See, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, 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 of course. That's too much. Yeah, and then you said, like, after, the, like, during the credits, you were like, yeah, I kind of, like, went through that with my mom. Like, she wouldn't praise me or anything, but she did tell me that I needed to work on things. Yeah. Like, instead of... It was, yeah, it was... I, now, for people listening... My mother is fantastic. Yeah, okay, she's I'm, great, not, she's I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying, but and it wasn't even up to Whiplash standards. No, no. It's not like I was beat yeah. when I would still do good. No, but you, it, you don't have PTSD from your. No, absolutely. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. If yes, mom, if you're listening to this, you're you didn't give me that. <laughs> no, there's no uh, PTSD. <laughs> If you're listening to no, no. <laughs> was that the right line? <laughs> no. You, can, you could put the gun now, mom. <laughs> I know. You, the, uh, <laughs> no, but um, uh, no. She would. It, it wasn't. It wasn't anything that I couldn't handle, and she knew it would like push my buttons. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's all parents. You need to know your kid and know where you can push them, mm -hmm. because like. I, if they did that to my brother, it just it wouldn't have been the same. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's depending. Me, it just pisses me off. I'm like, I'm going to freaking show you. I'm going to show you. I'm going to be good. Oh. <laughs> oh, I'm going to be good. <laughs> he turned it into like a competitive thing where like, I can't do it. And yeah. I will do it. I'll show you. Yeah. And then finally she said one day I did good. I was like, what? What did you just say? You did good. What? I did good. <laughs> I can relax. I can unclench. I did. I did. I felt like she was lying. I was like, "You're lying to me." She's like, "Oh my god." She's like, "No, you did really well." I was like, "No, I didn't." Yeah, you're that's, lying. That's like, that's like when you hear um, something good about you from someone for the first time, so you automatically think 
You're lying. You're uh, yeah. lying through your goddamn yeah. teeth. I'm in denial. <laughs> it's not, yeah, it's a denial thing. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, it, was, it was kind of funny. I remember that day, though. It was yeah. Pretty, it was pretty cool. <laughs> and um, I bring that up because, like, when you first said that, when we were uh, um, talking about that whole thing, I thought, like, not, I mean, not towards your mom specifically. I just think, like, in the moment, I thought, like, that's not really, that's not cool, you know? But it's, like we said, it depends on the person. It depends on the kid, for sure. Yeah, it depends on the kid. Like, you were you were determined. But um, for me, if my parents did that, like, yeah, I would have been, I would have been okay with it. But I also need that positive feedback where it's just like, yeah, you did a great job. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, Everyone, it depends on Everyone's different. It depends, like, yeah. I will say when my kids play sports, though. You're going to be hard on them? Well, I'm, I'm going to be hard. I mean, it depends. Like I said, it depends on the kid. But I am not, 100% not, going to give them their participation trophies. Fuck what that. What the heck? Fuck that. I'm going to plan different things. When it's like their team party or whatever, and then we, if if we, if you win, if you get first, second, or third, sure. Yeah. We're getting a trophy. Okay. You don't get any of that if you're, no. Because. <laughs> Dang, dude. No, no, that's, that's dumb. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Because. It shows I'll, that at least they tried, though. Yeah, they had fun all season. <laughs> why do you why do you need a trophy to say you had fun all season? I don't understand. That doesn't make any sense to me. Oh why, man! Is, but but listen, listen. I, okay. It's not it's not like I'm gonna uh, I'm not gonna be like no, you can't go to that party. And the kids gonna be like, my dad never took me to parties. I'm gonna be like, no, we have this other thing planned. It'll be like we're going to the trampoline park. It's like, oh okay, we're going to trampoline park. So I'm gonna disguise it. It's gonna be very. They're just not gonna know about it. And I'm gonna take the trophies and I'm gonna put them up in the attic. <laughs> and then and then once they're if they become really good or at a sport or something, and they're going to be like, yeah, like I won, like, you know, if they start winning real trophies when they're older, I'm going to be like, Hey, I have a gift for you. And then they're going to be like, what, what are you talking about, dad? I'm going to be like, here, wait, just wait here. And I'll have it all wrapped in nice and a little present and I'll give them this. And they're going to be like, what the hell is this? And I'm going to be like, these are all the trophies that I didn't show you. And she's, they're going to be like, what are you talking about? And I'm be like, look, these are all the trophies that I didn't let you get. And that's the reason why you're so good today. Because you had to work and earn your, earn, you had to work for the trophies that you did get. And because you learned that value of work, you learned it through those trophies. You wouldn't have worked as hard if you won all these. You just were given all these trophies. Yeah, I guess. I guess so. Yeah, and oh, it, and man. if if you frame it in a way where they didn't know about them to begin with, mm-hmm. then it doesn't matter. Yeah, I guess it's, it it's, sounds harsh to me because you're telling me about it. Yeah. Now, if if I told them, I was like, "No, you're not getting this participation trophy because blah 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 blah." Because you didn't earn it. Yeah, like that's weird. Yeah, that's kind of fucked. Up. Yeah, like that, that, that's fucked up. But, but if you just you hide in a way where they're just aloof to that whole idea then yeah. it's like all right they'll see like their their friends and no teammates. we're not going to the party oh like yeah, i told you're you right <laughs> you're going to the trampoline park whatever yeah oh, we're gonna have man. a kick-ass time doing something else oh i we are currently in a room which could potentially be josh's house when he's like when he has a family and i could see a spot where he'll definitely <laughs> put those trophies <laughs> Oh, man. My heart breaks for a hypothetical kid. <laughs> ah, they won't know about it. It's okay. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Because, you know, the kids are only excited about trophies when they get them that day. Yeah. And then the next season when they play with them, they're not going to be like, 
oh, where's the trophy? Yeah. Nobody's not gonna, they're going to be playing soccer or yeah. doing basketball or whatever. Yeah, when I got my participation trophies, I was, I was more like, yeah, they're just. <laughs> I was <laughs> confused. Okay, okay. So I I remember where my first year I played soccer ever, we got a little bobblehead participation mm-hmm. trophy thing. Mm-hmm. And then every year after that, my team won first place. So I didn't, Ooh. I didn't quite understand the whole uh, trophy thing because the first year I got it, I thought we won. Okay, oh, okay. and because I was so young, and then the <clears throat> second year we go in first place, third year first place, you know, on and on and on. Right, right. Then I got cut from my team, and then I went back to this other, uh, or went to another team, and it was a recreation league. It was just kind of for fun, and then we won a trophy. And I was so confused. It didn't make sense to me. Like a big trophy? But, you know, a participation trophy. Oh, okay, okay. And I was so confused. It didn't make any sense to me because all the years prior, I won first place. Oh. So I was like, why did I just get this If I didn't this trophy? Place. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't win. Oh. I was so confused. I just, it didn't. It didn't make sense to me. I was like, why Why are we getting these trophies if we're not in first place? This is weird. Yeah. And I always think back to that moment where I'm like, this feels wrong. And then so many people were, or so many of the other kids were so excited. Like, yeah, we got this trophy. And me, I was like, get this shit away from me. Like, I didn't, I, I felt like I didn't deserve it because yeah. we didn't win. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's understandable. Yeah. So, and then, you know, after that, I went back up to competitive, and then it was like, we, it, nobody got trophies unless you got first, second, or third. Yeah. So, in like tournament. Yeah, in a tournament. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, man. Yeah. It was very, it was a very interesting thing to me. But that, like, since I've, I viewed it that way, and like, I'm not gonna, I, I think for me, it kind of changed the way I viewed. Or it didn't change, but it enforced the way I viewed hard work, right? Mm-hmm. Because since I wasn't just getting these things for doing nothing, for me, it was always like, I need to work hard so I can get that trophy. I need mm-hmm. to work really hard to get that first place trophy because if I don't work hard, I'm not going to get a trophy. Yeah. And me, I always wanted a trophy because I thought the trophies are badass. They're cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not saying trophies aren't cool, yeah. but you should be able to earn that trophy. Yeah. And now we apply this, t- uh, this type of mindset to everyday life. Yeah. yeah, and the and I, and I think like that's where you see a lot of people now. They they uh, they want everything handed to them, or they think everything should be handed to them. And yeah. I mean, it could be drawn back to people winning participation trophies. And that sounds so like Josh. Do you really think that participation trophies like trickle down to this? I mean, I don't know. I'm not God, but <laughs> I mean, like you know, we were that generation. And our generation tends to think everything should be handed to them. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's very fair. The whole work for it thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, one more. Sure. Or, okay. Um. Let's see. Is there any of that I can? Oh, think here's of? something. Maybe. Hmm. Will religion ever become obsolete? uh oh that's kind of that's a really good question yeah. that is a really really good question um no i don't think so 
I think there's always going to be people wanting to believe believe in something and something and I think that back to the death thing I think this relates really well I think religion gives people hope yeah because or despair I think it's more hopeful you know that there uh, there's something more to this life we're living Mm -hmm. and I think that is kind of a hard truth where it's like it the truth is like this could all be for nothing and you know that's a really hard truth right so if this is all for nothing at least religion gives you something Mm -hmm. but you know something to hope for something or fear fear, yeah fear the whole hell thing yeah (laughs) if you believe in that yeah but even like all the you know biblical stories at least in our culture that are still stories in our movies and tv and everything yeah i don't think it's ever going to go away like those lessons right yeah i think it would but that's the thing like it would i don't think religion is going to be obsolete but i don't i think it'll someday become is less important the word i'm looking for maybe less less impactful maybe well I think just religion changes throughout time because if you think about it, how many religion? There's always been religion, mm-hmm. always. Or some type of belief, yeah. Yeah, some type of belief. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, go back to ancient Greece; they all believe yeah. in the Greek gods. Greek gods. Yeah. You know, Egyptians. Have Egyptians. Gods. Yeah, I mean, maybe we're just in a point where people, everyone, everyone thinks of one god. Mm-hmm. Maybe in the future, people are going to be like, "Nah, fuck God. There's something else." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, because I say like less impactful because of um, how science and technology is advancing, and um, I mean maybe I guess like people would start depending on things in front of them, you know, like things that they are, things that they do, rather than believing in some type of. I guess you would say like spiritual meaning or, you know, I mean, maybe it's, it's just hard because we don't know where everything's going to go, but we still, there's so, there's still so many questions where we don't know how our brain works. Yeah. Right. It doesn't matter. Like everything is theoretical and with everything being theoretical, like a lot of people could come to the conclusion that God or insert whatever religion here. So I'm not sure if it'll go away ever because there's always going to be that we don't know how the universe was started. We don't know how our brains work. Mm-hmm. We don't know how the subatomic, how all these molecules work as one to create our body, to create who we are. And I think with that, and I don't foresee that ever being the case of us knowing that unless an alien comes down is like, here is the knowledge of everything, how everything works. Then it's like, ah, oh, well, God's dead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we can stop. No, we can stop believing in everything. But like, unless unless that that happens, I don't. I really don't see that religion will go away completely. Okay, I don't know. I just the way things that are going right now with how kids and current generation are thinking about things like self-discovery and all that i think it's just like a lot of what how people think or how people think it goes against certain religious things you know 
Well, I mean, religion is like is having something to believe in. And I think the problem is that we're not giving kids anything to believe in. Mm. Because, you know, me and you went to Catholic school, so we kind of were a force-fed religion, which is all well and fine. We're both not Catholic, by the way. We just went to Catholic school. But at least it gave us something to... And I'm not saying Christianity. Like, we, our schools did a very good job at world religions. We learned about everything. We learned about world religions, philosophy. But they did a very good job at giving us to believe in something. Or, like, giving giving us the ideas to believe in something. Yeah, to acknowledge Acknowledge them. something, yeah. right? Where in public schools, especially with them, like, not talking or not having classes on religion or philosophy because they don't want to offend people or anything mm. like that you're not giving kids the opportunity to believe in in something mm. and when you give kids not an opportunity to believe in something then they're like well what what's the point they're more closed-minded closed-minded they mm. they don't know what the point of this whole life thing is they you know they could become really nihilistic and just view people as nothing yeah not we're not that we're saying like People or kids who go to public school, they're not bad. For no, not I'm not, no, I'm not saying that at like, all. It tends to happen. Yeah. It's yeah. like yeah, the view, the views of not having something to believe in is just really tough. I mean, it, and that's where it goes to the point of when you have nothing to believe in, then you start ignoring things like death. Oh, yeah. There we go. Right. Full circle. Because... If you're ignoring, if you're ignoring death, I mean, in some cases you're you don't believe in anything because you're just ignoring it. Whereas if you believe in something, like the whole point of religion, or not all religion, but at least Christianity, is like you need to be a good person because one day you're gonna die, and you want to make sure when you die, you in a good spot. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, they. Religion inherently is like, hey, you're gonna die one day. Just, just, just remember that. Buddhists are like, hey, you're gonna die one day. Just remember that. <laughs> just remember that. <laughs> you want to reach enlightenment? Don't you worry now. Yeah. Reach enlightenment. You know, Muslims are the same thing. Hey, you're gonna die one day. Oh man. Remember I never, that. Like, thought about it like that. Yeah, like, and that's all religion, at least big religions are. It's like you're gonna die one day. Hey, remember that. <laughs> Remember that fact, so don't be an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> no assholes here. You're gonna die. <laughs> and then there's the there's the Greek Greek mythology religion where stories like Zeus fucked everything. <laughs> he Zeus? saw he saw a horse and was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's let's do this. <laughs> Woman, yeah, fuck wow, it. Wow, I never realized that. But even then, but even then, like they let everyone know they died. Mm-hmm. It was like, hey, you're gonna die, and guess what? It doesn't like Greece. Greece was funny. It's like, doesn't matter if you're good or bad. We're all going to the same spot. So live your life. <laughs> <laughs> Kill, live life, do whatever. We, we all go into the the river of sticks. And <laughs> Mr. Stick Boy is going to row us on down to this river. And guess what? You're going to go there and you're going to go there. It doesn't even matter who you are. It's neither good nor bad. It's just it's, an abyss. It's just, it's just neutral. Everybody <laughs> going there. And Zeus don't care. Oh, man. Oh, wow. So, yeah. I mean, maybe that could be a reason why people are just so disconnected from mm-hmm. death or whatever. 
Yeah, like the what you're saying about like the big religions and their a, a big view for them is death. That's why they have like like their de- their views on death also have to like somewhat connect with karma. Yeah. 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 So I mean, doing the right thing. Yeah, there's the whole um the golden rule type thing. A lot of religions focus on apocalypses too, which is really interesting to me. Really? Buddha Buddhism does? Um, I'm not sure if Buddhism does. I'm not. I thought they would always um, be about like finding inner peace and all that. I'm not sure. I can't remember. I know Christianity has revelation Definitely, and shit. Yeah. So it's like, I know there are certain sects of uh, um, Christianity where it's like they live as if revelation is upon them all the time. It's like, fuck, God. that's terrifying. Damn. It's like, but I mean, it's like a way for them to be like, I'm going to be a good person. I'm not going to miss the rapture. I'm going to be risen to heaven. They're living in like a bunker, but also being like, all right, I'm going to be good, but I'm also going to be I, in this bunker. Was I a good person? Was I a good person? <laughs> what if it's just like, have you seen um, The Good Place? No, but I, you've told me about it. Oh, shit, dude. I kind of don't want to tell you this. Oh, okay. But I want to tell you this. You're gonna remember it too. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, my memory is weird. Uh, <laughs> I'm the same way too, though. Like, if you tell me something about a story, I'm gonna remember it forever. Yeah, because when it pops up, it's gonna be like, "Oh, this is what you're talking about." Oh, I knew Fuck. this. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. Because uh, I do plan on watching that because you, you and Perrin. Yeah, I'm not gonna tell you. Okay. Not gonna tell you. Ah, that show's so good. That show's so good. It's all, <laughs> it's all about like death. Yeah. Isn't it literally like the good place is quote unquote heaven yeah okay yeah okay oh god it's so good okay i need jen to watch it too okay but there's a really interesting concept around there too but uh that you cannot brown <laughs> that we can talk about in a different episode of jackass philosophy yeah. when you're done mm-hmm. um yeah <clears throat> but anyways good having you on man yeah wait wait okay i know we're supposed to end just one last thing that got me thinking before um, coming over okay. here today. You know that proverb, if a tree falls in the forest but no one is there to hear it, yeah. doesn't make a sound? Uh-huh. What do you think about that? Does it make a sound? Um, physically, it does make a sound. Yeah. So, I always thought that too. But, like, people um, brought up this whole thing, like, I don't know, in order to ha- like in order for a sound or like a noise to be a thing, it has to be heard. I mean, that's that has to do with like um am I thinking well, about that? No, too much? no, no, no. I mean, there, that's a huge thing of probably in philosophy of language or some shit. <laughs> like no, I'm, I swear to god there's philosophy of language. Oh, okay. And it has to do with like how words connect with each other to, okay. you know, like hearing and sound can have a connection mm-hmm. and shit. I'm not a huge uh, fan or knowledge. I, I don't have a huge knowledge of philosophy of language, but if you just break it down in physics, like there are waves in the air, literally yeah. that move mm-hmm. and they will hit things regardless if someone's there to hear them. It's mm-hmm. kind of like if you're, if there's a concert and they're all full of deaf people. Does that mean the concert's not making sound? No, that's not what that means. It just means they're all fucking deaf. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah know? I guess so. It's just, that was, like, interesting because the whole, like, if this is, for this thing to be, uh, for this thing to happen, 
it has to be received, you know? Yeah. So that just kind of got me thinking, like, huh. I mean, I, I'll always think that, yes, it makes a fucking sound. But, like, that just... Yeah. That, that opened up my eyes to um, uh, not conceiving things, but, like, um, per- perceiving things. Yeah. 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 I mean, you just got to remember, just because something lacks doesn't mean it's not is. Yeah, that's true. And that's kind of, <laughs> kind of weird to say, but it's something like... Something lacks doesn't mean things are not is. <laughs> I put that on on a poster. Yeah. Josh Jensen, yeah, Jack yeah. Aspel philosophy. Twenty twenty one. Put that on my gravestone. Oh, Just yeah. because things are lacking doesn't mean it is not is. Josh Jensen. Josh Jensen. <laughs> but it's the truth, man. Like, it, when have you know? Like, what? Just just because. We don't know if there's not any. We don't know that there's not any aliens out there. That doesn't mean there is not aliens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is true. <laughs> Just because we never perceive aliens, don't mean they ain't out there. <laughs> Come on, dog. <laughs> you know this. Just because we don't per- perceive UV rays, doesn't mean that they're not <laughs> they, there. they ain't there, idiot. <laughs> they're, they're, still, they're still giving you skin cancer. It doesn't matter if you can see them or not. Oh, how I get skin cancer. I didn't see all the UVs that was that was out there. Yeah, I didn't think they were real because I didn't see them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was that was just something that got to me earlier today. I have no idea why. Yeah, hey, that's fine. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, oh well, thanks for coming on, yeah, man. Yeah, this was really fun. I um, I was able to do things. <laughs> no, it was good. I mean, yeah, we. Had, I wouldn't say it was typ- It was like typical philosophy, but it was. Uh, it was about wonder. Yeah, wondering. A lot, a lot more ponder and thought. Yeah, yeah, which is always fun. Yeah, this was really cool. Well, Angelo, Enjoy. thanks for coming. Do you want to plug your your IG? Yeah, um, thanks Face, for that. Facebook, um, MySpace. Oh yeah, the MySpace. <laughs> follow <laughs> I, me at. I, you could be my best friend. <laughs> oh man, I forgot about that. Yeah, follow me on MySpace at Angelo the Great. But the E in Angelo is a three. The Z- oh god, are you serious? <laughs> the O is no. a zero. No, that's exactly what it was. Um, there's an exclamation point at the end of great. No, 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 no. Um, yeah, uh, I would be grateful if you guys can follow me at um, the one with Jello on uh, Instagram or or Twitter if you have one of those things. Um, that is the one with J E L L O. The one with Jello. Um, yeah. Thanks, man. Thanks for yeah, having me. No problem. Thanks, guys, for listening. Uh, hope to catch you guys next time. Um, and I hope you have a wonderful day. Yeah. And don't talk to any toy you don't know. Yes. Agreed. Bye. All right. See you guys.